When every rock and stump and mossy root is a garden, then what use do we have for gardens? Welcome to the Nature of Phenology, where we share the cycles and seasons of the outdoors. I'm your host, Hazel Stark. Have you ever been on a hike, mind-wandering, and then noticed something so beautiful or unique that you stopped in your tracks to absorb the moment? That happened to me recently, and it was such a wonderful reminder of why nature time is so important. I was guiding a hike for a small group of women in coastal Washington County, which is one of my favorite parts of my job. Even though it was wet, windy, and cold outside, it wasn't the weather that was making it hard for me to focus, but the fact that my pipes had been freezing multiple mornings in a row, and I was worrying about how winter was going to go if I couldn't get the issue resolved quickly. But there I was in a mossy spruce fir forest along the rugged coast of Maine with a group of intrepid women adorned in rain gear from head to toe who were ready to learn about the unique organisms of that special ecosystem. So I lifted my distracted gaze from the ground just in front of my feet and found myself in my favorite spot on that particular trail that did indeed stop me in my tracks and bring me back into the present moment. A lumpy pile of boulders and ledges carpeted with mosses and lichens. One lichen in particular, which contrasts so beautifully with the mosses it usually grows near, is a great one to look for in the winter, especially if you're hoping for any flying ungulate visitors from the north. Reindeer lichen. I'm sure you have seen this lichen before. Rarely more than five inches tall, this lichen is such a pale shade of green it can sometimes appear white from afar under the right light. When wet, it feels leathery. When dry, it can feel crispy. Reindeer lichen, sometimes called reindeer moss, which is confusing because it's not a moss, is densely bushy and branched, often growing in large mats on the forest floor. There are several species in the Caledonia genus that people refer to as reindeer lichen and some have a more bulbous growth form, while others branch in a more even spread. Such a leathery or crispy organism may not sound at all appetizing, but reindeer and many other ungulates like moose and musk oxen regularly eat them. These animals have a complex digestive system that allows them to turn woody or otherwise hard-to-digest foods into something much more nutritious. And in places like the Arctic, where nutrition can be hard to come by, this adaptation is crucial. Humans have even taken advantage of this digestive process of ruminants in the far north. Because humans cannot digest or get energy from eating lichens, indigenous people figured out that the partially digested lichens from within the stomach of the reindeer they hunted were a good source of otherwise scarce nutrition for their families. Sometimes they would mix the lichen-filled stomach contents with blood, fat, and liver or meat scraps. Other times they would consume it fresh, warm, and raw from the stomach. Who needs to cook a complicated meal when the animal you're about to eat prepared the side dish for you? Reindeer lichen has also been used by indigenous people for medicinal purposes as varied as expelling worms and treating colds, fevers, and arthritis. Today, people excited about model trains and railways often paint small, dried portions of this lichen to imitate trees, a million-dollar export industry in parts of northern Europe. However, reindeer lichens are extremely slow-growing, just 4 to 11 millimeters per year. So I don't recommend harvesting them unless you happen to live in the Arctic and require them for your nutritional and medicinal needs. These lichens can live for over 100 years, so the damage we can do with just a misplaced footstep is disproportionately high. So the next time you're outside, you can look for this prized food source of reindeer and leave a map for Santa next to the cookies, explaining where he could lead his flying crew 
should they also need a midnight snack. And the next time you feel distracted by the stressors and chaos of life, don't forget to head outside. Extended periods in nature help us to shed the little worries of daily life and tune into the important stuff, at least for the moment. You can download this episode and find a link to the transcript, photos, information about podcasting, and more by visiting archives.weru.org. Thanks for listening, and please join us next week for another dive into the nature of phonology. Phonology.